Hey there. Welcome back to the I'm Still Here podcast with Tammy Lawrence, Symbolisti. Many of us have lost loved ones, and it brings a significant change in our lives. Our loved ones, however, would want us to continue to live on, being that we are still here. It's important for us to take care of our mental health as we move forward. So our intention is to continue to discuss grief, but widening our focus so that we might discuss other ways to help us live our lives. My hope is you continue this journey along with us as we shift to explore our new world with our loved ones hidden by our sides. Hi there. Today, we welcome Clarissa Burt. Clarissa has over 30 years in the entertainment industry. She is an actress, international media personality, producer, director, author, public speaker, and supermodel. Her book, The Self-Esteem Regime, is an action plan for becoming the confident person you were meant to be. The book helps readers find worthiness through a concrete step-by-step program. Her regime features tips, case studies, and affirmations which build mental strength and resilience, qualities necessary for higher self-esteem and overall wellness. Yes. Hello, Clarissa. Boy, thank you. Thank you so much, Tammy. And boy, has there never been a better time? I think historically, (laughs) socially, you know, politically, economically, for us to really be saying we need to be working on ourselves uh, and uh, and making sure that our self-esteem is intact. Um, People, I think, are very destabilized right now. And uh, not only, you know, here especially in the United States I know you know I speak to lots of friends and I think all over the world there's just this general sense of destabilization and um and there's a there's a lot of solace and some really good information to be found in the personal development aisle aisle when um we really don't know who else to turn to so I'm so glad to have this conversation with you Mm, well, I'm so glad that you took some time to speak with us as well. And it's one of those things, especially after COVID, people are just really struggling with mental health. Yes, people are just struggling with mental health. And we see it, especially, uh, first of all, there's the great resignation. Everybody went, I can do something else and I don't need to be going to the office and I'm just going to quit my job. And then I think what happened is they found out what it means really to be an entrepreneur. And that means if you don't want to work a nine to five, be prepared to work 24 <laughs> seven. And so you know that is really, I mean, anyone that's an entrepreneur and I am and have been for, since day one, know exactly what that means. And that, you know, it means weekends and holidays and nights and, you know, um, it, it can be a lot of work, you know, it, you know, it, you put you, hopefully you get out of it, what you put into it, but, you know, just know that when the on, onus is on you and you have full responsibility of your paycheck, should you even get one, uh, you know, that is, uh, that's a whole different thing to be taken care of. So, you know, it's great resignation probably looked a lot better than it actually turned out to be for a lot of people. Um, then, you know, we've got lots of different um, um, data and statistics coming in from the CDC and different organs all over the world that are talking about, you know, the um, the uh, depression, anxiety uh, rates in our children, um, the uh, ideation of either wanting to commit suicide. I think today they say, you know, unaliving yourself. Uh, I'm old and so I use the old terminologies. Or, you know, they either are thinking of committing suicide or have committed suicide. We are really in in um, in in a in a state of, as I said at the beginning of the show, we're just in grand confusion and destabilization. It's time to, for us to take the reins of our own lives, keep everything a little bit at bay, and to make the best decisions for ourselves. Um, and so, yeah, 
uh, absolutely, we need to be taking really good care, taking care of our self-care, taking time for ourselves, reconnecting with nature, and more than anything, Tammy, reconnecting with one another. Put the damn devices down. Just put them down. There's, you know, there are 24 hours in the day. There's plenty of time to have fun gaming and, you know, you know, uh, social media and all the rest. And by the way, we'll get into social media in a second and how, you know, how uh, delirious uh, and deleterio, delirious, I guess is the word that, you know, it, most people think, you know, the perception of what they see is truth and a lot of it isn't. So it was just a lot of upheaval and we need to be grounding and we can do that through, you know, through time spent what time well spent with one another, with again, reconnection, with putting the devices down, with reading things that are nurturing to our minds and souls. And the personal development aisle for me, when, you know, when I was a kid, there wasn't, there were no computers and internet. We didn't have any of that, but we had the self-help section in the book, in the bookstores. And back when I was a kid, there were actually bookstores. We had Walden books and we had border books. And then of course there was Barnes and Noble. And I would spend lots of time uh, in the, you know, it's the only thing I ever read. I never read a fiction. I never read a biography. I didn't read anything else but self-help uh, because I knew that I was searching for sustain, sustaining thought. I was also searching for support and help and assistance. As we grow, you know, we, we are looking for to make sense of it all, if you will. Mm -hmm. I think uh, that someone looking at your life, being that you were a supermodel, would probably question that. Like, how would she struggle with mental health issues when she's a supermodel? Well, it's so funny that, you know, people think that self-esteem and beauty go hand in hand and they just, you know, don't always do that. Just because someone was is beautiful doesn't mean that they don't have issues. They don't have problems. And, you know, the, I, I saw some of the girls when I was modeling. And by the way, my modeling career took place in the top 1% of the most beautiful creatures in the world. We were on every major runway in the world. You know, lots of us were cover girls. Some of us got beauty campaigns worldwide. And so when I say some of the most beautiful creatures, I'm, I'm truly mean, you know, really lovely looking, you know, <laughs> specimens, you know, human beings. And 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 sometimes, you know, again, going back to beauty does not correlate to self-esteem. Uh, they were in the most toxic relationships. They were having difficulties with substances or alcohol, um, you know, with themselves, with bulimia, with anorexia. So just because you happen to be a pleasant looking person, it doesn't mean you don't have unpleasant thoughts. And so, uh, yeah, lots of um, lots of misconception around being you know being um beautiful or being a model doesn't they don't the two don't mix it's like two different concepts it's not apples and apples it's apples and oranges as a concept so um yeah so yeah i hope i answered that you know mm -hmm. well yeah absolutely so why is self-esteem so important and what do we have to do to acquire it well, it's our it's our perception of self. It's everything we are. It's ever it's all of our relationships. It's how we relate to not only you know everyone else in our lives. So, husbands, wives, kids, parents, work uh, place environment. How are we? How are we in those environments? How are we relating? How are we getting along? But most importantly, how we are uh, relating to ourselves. Uh, and 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 a lot of us are 
quite unhappy with ourselves. If you really take a deeper dive, there's always something about ourselves that we don't like and we've got issue with. And it's either it's it could be body dysmorphia or it could it could be a million different things. We could be here all day on that. But you know, what is it about ourselves that we are not accepting? Why do we have to constantly be chopping ourselves? up uh, because we're unhappy with where our lives are. You know, I'm here to tell you that by reading self-help books and personal development books, you are going to be led down a path where you will understand more about yourself, more about your thoughts, more about where all of it came from, because I go back to the familial tribe. I go back to what we were taught before we were five or six and how much of that we bring into our daily life today. Well, a lot of what we were taught then didn't really serve us then and really isn't serving us now. Thanks, mom and dad. I love you. I'll be home for Christmas. You know, we'll be home for Thanksgiving dinner. Call me every day. But some of the things that we were taught were not necessarily what we need in our daily lives. And we could say that about all of our for formative processes. We could say it about our um, uh, the educated process, uh, our the university and colleges, what we learned there, and potentially and eventually even with some of the things we were taught in faith and in good faith. So I just want to be able to see that people are taking stock of where they are, where do they want to be? For example, I want to be a better person tomorrow than I am today, Tammy. So how can I do that? What even, what little thing or big step can I make in order to make sure that I am constantly making sure that my books are, or the books that I have read are self-help and not shelf-help? We're not you know, buying the books with all great intention and leaving them there for someone else to read eventually one day. Do the work. Do the work. My book is broken down into 12 different chapters, and each chapter begins with a re-word. I chose the word regime because regime is an organized way of doing things, and the regime starts with release. What's not serving you? Like I said before, what are you holding on to? It's not serving you. What were you taught that is absolutely not helping you in any way? And where did you get stuck in those beliefs? Where were you stuck in those beliefs? Chapter number two is rebuild. Okay, great. Ground zero. And believe me when I tell you about 80% of the work we will do is to release what's not serving. Once you could really do that and go, you know what? I was told X, Y, and Z, or I was taught whatever. And boy, was that just a bunch of baloney because that, you know, that is not who I am today. Fantastic. Now you can rebuild on top of that new foundation um, that uh, is nice and fresh and pristine. Start building upon that. Uh, chapter three is responsibility. Uh, where are we taking responsibility and where aren't we taking responsibility for our lives? It's all on us. It's nobody else. Stop blaming everybody else. It's called self-help for a reason, right? Um, we can't wait for validation from everyone else because they're never going to tell you they are. It's not on them. First of all, it's not, it's not their job to be making you feel good about yourself. It's great when they do, and you get lovely affirmations or you get a, 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 a nice compliment. That's just the cherry on the icing on the top of the cake, but it's on you to be able to take a look. And we do the mirror therapy, which by the way, as you may know, I wasn't my creation. Uh, Jack Canfield used it in some of his works and I learned uh, of it from uh, Louise Hay. When you actually get in front of that mirror and you start talking, uh, not at the mirror, but in to the mirror, you're not talking at yourself, but you're talking into your soul. It's life. It's amazing what will happen when you start telling yourself the things 
you've been waiting for everybody else to tell you, well, that was silly. That was a waste of time. You know, tell yourself how much you like yourself, how proud you are, how much you love yourself, how you forgive yourself and start really having that great relationship with, with, with your heart, with your soul. Um, those are some of the greatest ways to start building upon your own self-esteem boundaries. When we talk about boundaries, you hear about them, you go, oh, boundaries, you know, I probably, it doesn't mean you have to get upset or angry or, you know, raise your voice for a boundary. A good, happy, healthy boundary is set when you know that you can go to someone and say, hey, listen, can we have a chat just real quick? What you just did or what you just said kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. May I explain why? Maybe you don't have to explain it, or maybe you'd like to embellish upon it. And when they realize, a lot of people, Tammy, don't realize that what they're doing and saying has, you know, triggered you as the word today or has hurt your feelings. Um, and so it's on us to say that there's my boundary. Here's where I, here, here, here's where I draw the line in the sand. What will you, what will you, and by the way, we are the ones teaching everyone else every day how we want to be treated. You're the one teaching them by setting the boundaries. Don't be afraid. And by the way, doing the work in a book like mine means some relationships are going to start falling by the wayside. You know, you when you start changing the paradigm, you start shifting into what's better for you, into a happy, healthier, self-esteemed you. It's going to feel different for everyone else, for you, for sure. But for those around you, you know, when you're standing strong and tall and in confidence and, and in good faith, with with the love that you have for yourself, mm, <laughs> it's going to ruffle a few feathers and you don't mean to do so. It's not your, you know, it's not what you meant to do, but be prepared for that. Mm. I think you brought up a good point earlier when you said social media, because so many, especially of the younger set, are really attached to how many likes they get, how many reposts of whatever they get, and how much po positive affirmation they're receiving from the external. So this is really vital information. It's really vital information also because so last week or about 10 days ago, the Dove Self-Esteem Project came out with something that was really, I felt really amazing. And it was it's a new movement called um hashtag uh no uh no dis no distortion hashtag turn your back and it was when a lot of the girls especially the 13 year old 12 13 14 year olds were using on social media they started to use a new filter called the glamour filter now filters have been around for a very long time but filters this filter it actually makes you look better than you normally would or more beautiful than you normally would. So it's a it's the distortion of the reality of who you really are. And what we're trying to get across is who you really are is just freaking amazing. And it's okay to be you. Look, we love to girls, we love our girly girls and we put on our makeup and we have fun with that. But do we really need to tain, you know, us, uh, all the time we have to be over the top beautiful and gorgeous because that's how we feel that we are going to be accepted. Or is it so much better to say, hey, listen, filters are off, makeup is off. This is who I am. I love me this way. And I would really like for you to love me this way as well. Uh, the perception of what we're seeing on self, you know, on, on social media is, um, you know, anybody can go out and rent a couple of Lamborghinis for the day and stand in front of an Airbnb villa and say it's theirs, uh, or at least, you know, leave the impression that it is. Um, I'm going to see, be very, very, very careful with what you're looking at, who you're believing, what you're buying into and what reality truly is. And by the way, Reality is not is not a bad place to be. It's a pretty cool place to be. Um, 
for so many of us. Now, with that having been said, if you want to work toward bigger things and better things and have nice things, nothing wrong with that, but do it in a way that is congruent with how you feel about how good you feel about yourself and what you're doing in order to attain uh, financial success. Mm -hmm. And what do you say to those people who are not in that place of self-love and self-care and yeah, I say, well, if you're not in a place of self-love and self-care, uh, I, I'm going to guess and look, I'm, I don't have a crystal ball in front of me, nor am I a doctor in any way, shape or form, but I'm going to guess that you're probably hurt. Something hurts somewhere, you know, your heart hurts, your soul hurts, your relationships are hurting again, either with others or with yourself. And I would, I, I just really think that it's so important to strive to be, uh, you know, again, the better person more than you are today. And it doesn't really take a lot. Um, you know, sometimes it's, 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 a, you know, if you can't do broad stroke kind of things like, you know, tithing, volunteering, lots of time, giving money uh, or that sort of thing, you can do the little things that, you know, make you feel good and make them feel good. It's, it's really a, a self-esteem 101, that win-win situation when you can leave a compliment, hold the elevator door open for someone, help a woman uh, down the stairs with her baby carriage, uh, stand up in public transportation for a pregnant woman or the elderly, you know, the things the way they used to be when, you know, the manners, the, the normal kinds of kindness uh, gestures that we were taught as children seem to have gone by the wayside. Now, I don't mean to sound like an old fart when I say these things, but they worked. Tammy, they worked. They were acts of kindness that absolutely worked. And it was the right thing to do. These are the things that you want to do because it's the right thing to do because the world doesn't revolve only around us it doesn't revolve only around you and it you know open up put your ear to the ground and open up your eyes and ears to be able to do even the smallest gesture can really change someone's day it could be a smile again a compliment gee i really love that top as i'm walking through a supermarket you know i do this all the time i maybe because i'm just you know <laughs> i just do it because i i i really mean i love that top you know and it makes someone else feel good um, and give what you can whenever you can. Um, these are the things that I think that, you know, again, if you're not feeling really good about yourself uh, for different reasons, you can start with the littlest things and, you know, grab a book like mine or many others, you know, when I, again, back to the self, the self-help days when there were bookstores and there was just this little teeny section, Tammy, you may remember it. It was the self-help stuff. Now, when you walk into Barnes and Noble, which is the only of the three bookstores remaining, it's rows and rows and rows upon rows of the personal development aisles. And it's a billion dollar industry. Now, you tell me why. Because there's a need. Because we are constantly on, on, on the lookout for to how it is that we as humans and in our consciousness and I'm going to go too deep down the, the rabbit hole, we can feel better about our existence and about our lives. We want to make sense of it all. And we start with also, we start in the place of happy, healthy self-esteem really is the best place to start. Um, another, another thing that I, you know, that I, I, I is all of this you know, these television shows, if we can get away from some of this, you know, get happier, healthier wellness, you know, TV, it doesn't sell. It's not as sexy, so it doesn't sell, but really good 
uh, TV uh, and media that will actually teach us these things will be a lovely place to be. Um, you know, instead, we want to watch all of these television shows, especially, uh, you know, the, the the housewives of this and that, whatever, that city and the other city, where they're all ripping each other apart and tearing each other down. You know, they're they're fighting and they're, oh, my goodness. I mean, heavens to Murgatroyd, what are we doing? What are we teaching? Uh, what are we perpetuating? Uh, and, you know, again, I think it's the real, and everything is, you know, everything's bitch. We got to use the bitch word. Everything's a bitch, 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 bitch and wheels and bitch and heels and you're a bitch. No, no, no. That's just, no, no. I don't think that these are really happy, healthy words to be using <laughs> when, we're, when we want to be being a better person more than we are today. Let's kind of get back to, you know, the way it was when we were being, again, kind to one another and using, look, I know it sounds like I'm a little out of touch, especially in these times, but if we really do try to get back, you know, as a collective, as consciousness, we try to get back and we work on getting back to, you know, really kind measures, kindness and manners. I think we will be in a, we'll be all living. We'll wake up in a, in a better mood. Let's put it that way. I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Um, you talk about affirmations in your book. What do you do with affirmations or is that specifically with uh, mirror therapy? No, no, no. We've got uh, affirmations finish every chapter and it's, they are all relative to the chapter that we're in, that we're in. And I'd love to be able to, if you don't mind, I'm just going to open the book. I, you know, it's my working book. And so here we go. We've got chapter eight and chapter eight is repeat. Um, but let me just read a couple of them to you and see if they do resonate because they do with me. Um, and that's why they're in the book. I am mindful about the things I expose my body to. This is where I think we talk about, we talk in this uh, chapter about essential oils and, you know, drink, drinking, you know, filtered water and, and making, you know, making sure that we're taking the strides toward happy, uh, healthier, healthier bodies. I'm mindful about the things I expose my body to. I'm mindful of food and drink I ingest. I am mindful about allow, not allowing toxins and chemicals into my body. I'm mindful about relaxing all of my senses. I am mindful about nurturing my mind, body, and soul. I am mindful about continuing to educate myself about work, what works for my body and the routines. And I am mindful that I must take out time for myself every now and then. And those are just some affirmations that get, they kind of get away from the ordinary, you know, abundance uh, affirmations and really take a deeper dive into um the, res the you know the the affirmations that we need for for the chapter that we're talking about. Now each chapter comes with a case study, Clarissa's corner, uh, a clarion call, reviews, homework, affirmations. Mm, there's a couple here for the respect, the respect, respect. Um, I respect the rights and beliefs and the values of others. I respect the boundaries I have set for myself and I hold them dear. So. Again, if we want to use the, you know, the um, affirmations that are in the book, yeah, do it all day long. And if you want to use your own, do that too all day long and change them up because once, um, you know, once they, they start to click into your subconscious, you may want to add some new things and they do work. I, I know that they do because I've used them and they've, they've done, you know, wonders for me and for the way I, I approach life and I approach my day. Mm, I, I, <laughs> I totally people Tammy. <laughs> I totally agree with that. I think it's uh your self-talk is vitally important. And usually our self-talk is not very positive at all. So to choose what your thoughts are in the form of affirmations is really powerful. Yeah. Well, again, nothing has any meaning, uh, any meaning except for the meaning you give it. All right. So 
what is it that's really eating at you? If you're giving meaning and power to that, well, okay, then you've chosen to do that. But if you decide that nothing has any meaning except for the meaning you give it, well, that's pretty powerful just right there. If you can, you know, if you can live by that for a day or a week, you know, write it out, put it on your refrigerator, put it, you know, on your vision board, put it wherever you can read it frequently during the day. Um, I think that's just another really, you know, another really great uh, adage to live by. Mm, I think that's a really good, a really good thing. And I love post-it notes all over the place just because they yeah. are good reminders. And another one is, you know, life, life gives you, will give you more of what you put up with. Let's go back to what we were talking about yeah, before. Um, what is your putting up with and why would you put up with anything? You want to be living with ease and grace and glory. You know, you want to be living in a happy, you know, life. You were it, really life was supposed to be a happy place to be. And many, many times we are the ones that can, we confound it and we confuse it. We complicate it too much. So mm -hmm. that's a beautiful segue for my next question. You underline living in a constant state of gratitude. How do you do that? Well, here's the, you know, what I love uh, uh, imparting is, you know, the importance of values, you know, where, where do you have a value system? And I think a lot of people, if you ask the question, will go, um, well, not really quite sure what, well, what are value, what exactly are values or, well, I know I have some values, but I don't really have a, you know, like a mantra. Well, I've made one up for myself and that's taking the high road. And for me, it's honesty radical honesty, living in honesty with myself and others, I think has been one of the most important things. That, and by the way, Tammy, I'll be really honest, honest and tell you, be super honest and tell you, it doesn't always make people happy when you're as radically honest as I am at times. And, you know, you're going to maybe, but I am honest. And I, you know, if those genes make your butt look fat, I'm probably going to tell you those genes make your butt look fat. Don't ask me if you don't want the truth. Um, integrity really important. Your moral principles, your moral uprightness, um, you know, who are you again when, you know, when no one else is in the room? Who are you? Who's your true uh, personality, right? It's really, really important. And, and then we go into gratitude. So there's the G in high, taking the high road. So gratitude. If you can't come up with five things right now, like boom, 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 stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> and write down those five things. And here you go. I've got food in my pantry. I've got a warm, a comfortable bed. I have family that loves me. I've got a job that I love. And I have, you know, beautiful you know, water to drink every day, clean water. I've got air to breathe, you know, like clean air to breathe. Like the other things that we wake up, some of us wake up to every day. Can't say that around the world. You know, we are so lucky to be living in, in, you know, the things that we have to be thankful for and give grat, you know, give gratitude for. And the last H and high H I G H is honor. And, you know, again, who else, who are you when no one else is in the room? Uh, say what you mean and mean what you say. And I think that honor is a word that is like, it's, it's, it's so important and we just seem to think that it's okay to lie it's okay to cheat it's okay to steal even if it's a little thing 
I, I did a show called Survivor, and I'm sure you've seen or heard of Survivor. And it was the it was um, a celebrity Survivor I did 12 years ago. For I lived in Italy for 30 years and worked on television there. So they had us go and do Celebrity Survivor. And I went and I fought tooth and nail because I didn't want to go do this show, but I did it. And one of the exercises that they had us do was to get into a helicopter to go to a venue. And as we were in the helicopter port, two of the younger bikini babe, beautiful girls that were on the show uh, asked the pilot, can you go in to that little kiosk over there? Because it's Nicaragua. I mean, we're in a helicopter port, you know. Get us something to eat. We're starving. So the guy goes in and comes back out with a brown paper bag and he hands it to the girls in the back. This is a complete breach of the rules. This is something you are not supposed to do, but we're starving. We're hungry. And long story short, at a certain point, I, I felt the tap on my shoulder and they were passing me, I don't know, a Snickers bar, whatever the heck it was. I had no idea. To which I said, oh, no, thanks. No, thanks. Well, I was hungry. I'm a sugaraholic, so I would have loved to have had you know anything sweet, but I knew it was wrong. It was wrong on so many levels. It was dishonest because it was against the rule rules, and it wouldn't have been right for anyone else that was playing the game that were in the other helicopters that didn't have the you know that opportunity or that chance to have a couple of morsels of something. It was it was unfair. And I'm really big on fair and unfair and being just and not unjust. It's just my thing. I just, you know, I live by it. So I did a couple of fun things, if you will. They were afraid now that I was going to tattle on them. Of course, I didn't. I never would. That's not how I roll. But it also it, it also separated us immediately. Because remember what I said about when you do the right thing and you live in that to me was a self-esteem moment. That was a moment that I was very proud of my integrity and my honesty and my honor, quite frankly. Um, I didn't flaunt it. It was just, I was proud of myself for doing the right thing. So that's why this, this value system to me, not someone else's might be somewhat completely different. But if you get up every day and you live by your honor system, Whatever that might be, there are many other values, you know, that you could be living by, whatever you decide to do. Yeah, great. But it was just a really cool thing to do. Loyalty is another one. You know, being loyal, I'll throw that up in there. Loyalty is when you have my back behind my back. Loyalty is when I have your back behind your back. And, you know, too many people get caught up in water, water cooler gossip instead of doing the right thing and and you know, either turning your back on it or defending the person that's you know that the that uh, that the pack has descended upon so yeah i could be here all day on this i'm very passionate about it it's it, it's a big it's a big deal it's self esteem and uh, and and it goes so much more it's so much broader and deeper we could talk to teens seniors men women uh you know we could talk to people that are that are that are sick that are not well, that have been told, you know, they've got different um, illnesses. Talk about a hit to your self-esteem. Um, so it does go very broad and it goes very deep. And it is um, something that we need to be really nurturing. And you can do that in, in the personal development aisle, but you can definitely do it with my book too. Mm -hmm. well, thank you so much. Well, we have to ask before we let you go, two things. One, we want to know where people can find you, but also how did you do on that celebrity survivor? I won. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I want to say, I, I want, there's a different, there was a different setup with the Italian, with the Italian thing. They brought on four people 
about three weeks after the original group was already on. So they, they were fresh and they had eaten and they were, you know, they were, they were not, it was not apples to apples. They brought on these four kids just to intertwine them with our group. But I turned 53 on the Island. Um, so I was one of the elders of the Island and I was, yeah. So, you know, these kids that came on were considered, you know, winners as well. But if you put Apples to apples, I did win. I was, yeah, I was the one that did win. So it was very gratifying. It was a really cool place um, to learn a lot about yourself. And um, and you can find my book, you can find me anywhere on social media except Snapchat. And the book is in Amazon, everywhere in the world. And it's on Audible and it's on uh, Kindle <laughs> and it's in the Barnes and Noble store. So it's, yeah, we're really happy about that. Perfect. And do you have a specific website that we can put in the show notes and people can click over to it? It's clarissabert.com. Easy enough. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for highlighting the self-esteem uh, topic. Clarissa, I think it is an extremely valuable conversation that is definitely needed at this time in, in the world. Thank you so much, Tammy, for having me. Thanks. Have a great day, all. Thank you for listening. We're grateful to our guests for sharing their experience and their knowledge with us. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with others who might find it helpful. Be sure to follow up our links on social media, which were offered in the show notes. A special shout out to Kevin McLeod and Incomputech for our background music entitled Happy Dreams. Wishing you a fabulous day.